Welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. When it comes to working hard and keeping it real, we know our shit. Self-care, happiness, inner peace, and time. I'm Brianna Rooney, and this is Taylor Bradley. Hey, y'all. And we have thrived in chaos and turned it into an art form. So, Taylor, what are we doing here today? We're here to give you a raw, under-the-hood view of all things recruiting and finally give credit where credit is due to a long, underrated industry that's full of, quote-unquote, experts. All right. Well, then let's take this show to the road. Hello, welcome to another amazing episode of Talent Takeover Unfiltered. Taylor, how are you doing? Doing well this morning. How are you? Good. No, all good in my neighborhood. I had a mom win, uh, got the kids to camp on time and to the podcast on time. Winning. Yes. <laughs> is it is it typically a struggle for you to get the kids to camp on time? Yeah, because it's a little far away. So, oh, okay. Because I'm like, you're usually such an on-time person. No, 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 totally. Um, but no, it just camps farther away than farther away from work. And anyways. Yeah. The logistics. The yeah. yeah. The logistics, get it. the boring stuff. Well, let's yeah. get into this topic because it is meaty. And if you have watched or list, watched and listened, because you can watch on the Millionaire Recruiter YouTube, then you'll know sometimes we like to cap things at about 15, 20 minutes. Well, guess what? Life isn't always like that. Some things are meatier than others. So we might just roll longer on this one because it's how to deal with negative people in the workplace. Taylor, mm. I know, you know, some negative people Mike, that you could throw that down. Yeah, no, I mean, there's definitely, and it, it's, it's like, is it negative clients? Is it negative coworkers? Is it negative managers? And I can, I can speak for myself. I've had at least one of every single one of those categories. You know what I mean? Throughout my career, not current state, but, um, and I can honestly say not current state, you know, which is actually yeah. a really great thing. And I didn't, that, that just hit me right now. I'm like, I don't really have anybody Yay. that I work directly. Yeah. Like friends and people. I, I, but I think that happens as you get older too. Like from a personal standpoint, I think as you get older, you just like your time gets so valuable to you. And especially if you have to balance between spouse and kids and all that shit, right? Like you want to choose to surround yourself with people that are positive and that bring positivity and, and, you know, good vibes into your life. You know, like, I don't want to go hang out with somebody that's going to be Debbie Downer and all they're going to be doing is bitching like all the time. It's okay. Every now and then venting, I, yeah. I look at it as like two different things. Everybody needs to vent. And I'm a thousand percent for that. I do it with friends. I love it when friends do it with me. But I mean, if it becomes a theme, it's like, okay, what are we going to do different? Now we're just complaining at this point. Like we're bitching about the same thing. We got to do something different. So I think we should get into like, how do you deal with those kinds of people? You know, so what's, what's your thought process on how you deal with those kinds of people? Yeah. So I'm all for that. I miss positive Polly over here. For sure. And, uh, yeah. And like, I'm always like, oh, well, you know, you, this happened because that, and I'm always very much the universe rewards you and karma and like, Hey, you know what? Let's just get up and do it again. Like I, mm -hmm. I've been built like that. Um, I definitely also trained myself to do that as well, but I will say negative people are exhausting. So yeah. you can only help people so much. And at one point you just have to walk away and be like, you need to help yourself. Like I am here yeah. for you. I'm here, whatever. Like if shit hits the fan, like, sure, you can call me. Cause that's the whole thing is like, I don't want people to think that they can't come to me after I've already put up a little bit of a boundary because it's mm -hmm. more of just like, look, like you're bringing me down. <laughs> like uh, this is yeah. a lot. Yeah. And it's like, I, you know, uh, we talk about like what you say to yourself is what you become. Right. 
So it's right, like, if right. you're constantly around just people that are tearing themselves down, it's like, you kind of almost get on that bandwagon too, where it's like, oh God, you know, it is hard or, oh my God. Yeah. My, my thighs do look fat, you know, like it, it goes, it goes personal and professional, like all the time. But I think what we want to focus on this episode, because we could really steer in a different direction is when you, you don't have the option when like, let's say your, your coworker or um, your boss you know, how do you deal with it in the workplace? Yeah. So, I mean, I'll, I'll tell a personal story that you're very familiar with. You and I have talked about it. So I had a coworker, um, obviously not going to say names, not going to say timeline or anything like that. But, um, I had a coworker who she, uh, she, I, I primarily have worked in West coast time. Um, but this individual worked in East coast time. So she was an hour ahead of me. I'm in central. And so she'd call me every morning before like anybody, any of our coworkers in the West coast are up. And she'd call me every single morning and I'd answer while I was doing my walk or like warming up for my workout or whatever. And every morning, and it's like the ass crack of dawn, I'd answer and it'd just be negativity. It was just bitching. And at first I was like, you know, I'm going to be a sounding board because I very much am that person to my friends, to my coworkers. I want them to feel like they can come to me. But I started to realize, and again, you and I have talked about it, the effect it was having on me. You know, it was like, it was setting the tone for my entire day because I'm not, I'm not joking y'all. It was every single day. It was every morning and it was, and it was just like same shit, different toilet. You know what I mean? That we're like complaining about. But, and I, when I say we, I'm using that Lucy, like I'm, I'm going to be a sounding board, but it just got to where it was like sucking the life out of me. And you know me, I'm very, very transparent. And so I, even in my friendships, I'm transparent and was like, I, I'm going to have to distance myself. And I told that person, like, I'm going to have to distance myself. I can't take these calls and, and ha- start my day with these calls every morning. It is bringing me down. It is sucking the life out of me. And it's like setting the tone for my whole day just to be negative. And just like view everything everybody did as negative. And, and it just, you start to kind of like adopt that mentality, even though I wasn't experiencing those same things this individual was, it was starting to like, I was adopting that same negative mentality about say certain situations. And I was just like, woof, no, I'm not doing this anymore. And, um, it, it didn't take long for me to figure that out. And then again, being very honest with like, I, I can't start my day like this anymore. I'm going to distance myself. Of course, it didn't go over well. So I think that's something for our listeners to know that that is one of the tips that we have for you is you've got to distance yourself. You've got to like really practice your self-care and what that means for you. And that doesn't mean starting your day off with like, you know, the most negative rants and bitching and all of that, like literally at 730 a.m. Nobody needs to start their day like that, you know? Yeah. So Uh, looking back, would you have been honest? Because like, I think it's great that you said like, look, like I can't do like negativity, but since it didn't go well, so would you do that again? Or would you maybe give the tips of like, Hey, why don't you just stop taking the calls or say, Hey, you know what? I actually focus on a very positive workout morning routine. So I can't take your calls anymore in the morning. Like, would you have done it more of in a like less transparent way or would you still no fuck no 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 you know i feel like you know we've talked about this with regards to me when you and i had a really great conversation in arizona i really am just really honest and it's not like it can seem bitchy sometimes to people but i mean and i certainly did say like i have to be in a certain mindset for my workout i can't be you know, in this negative mindset and it sets the tone for my workout, sets the tone for my day. And that's all the truth. That was truly how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And so I think that if somebody's offended by that, that's their own problem. That's their own issues. You know what I mean? Like somebody telling, 
if somebody said that to me, like, hey, I can't start my day like this. If I was doing that to somebody else, I'd have to respect how they feel. It's their day. It's their time. They've given me hours and hours upon hours, weeks, months of their time of doing that. And then they get to a point where like, this isn't healthy for me to start my day that way. And so I feel like if someone, I know for a fact, if someone said that to me exactly the way that I said it, gave the context, the explanation, how it was making them feel that I'd be like, okay, I respect you telling me the truth. That's your truth. And I respect it. And I think anybody who's truly your friend, they get it. Like I, I truly live my life that way. Like if you're really my friend, or you're really somebody that I can confide in or a confidant to me or I am to you, then we can have those honest conversations with each other and nobody gets offended. I feel like it's a certain level of trust that you have to have with somebody and security and confidence within yourself. And if you don't have those things Mm -hmm. where somebody can't tell you the truth and you receive it well, then I do feel like it's like, that's your own issue. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, for sure. I just think that most negative people, there's zero self-awareness. You know, that's there like why they're so negative. So, so that's, I just can imagine that every single time you would say that to a very negative person, they're going to come back and like, oh my God. Uh, it just gets difficult. Like, so, okay, let me ask this. Did you have to work with this person like often, what, like on a regular basis or was just someone on your team or? No, I had to work with this person on a regular basis. Um, not as, not so much to where it's like, call me every day. Not like that, certainly. Sure, okay, but, okay. um, yeah, definitely. Our paths would cross multiple times in a week from a work standpoint. And then we also used to just uh, like grind really late evenings together and like work on stuff. And um, so, yeah, like I would say, like get a second opinion when we were the only ones working at like 9 p.m. to really try to get something done or accomplished in the startup of a company. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that our paths didn't need to cross as much as they did. And that's, but that's exactly why we got to the point that we're, we did, right? Where it's that level mm-hmm. of comfort. Like I'll call you at 7.30 in the morning. Like there's very few people that I'll call at 7.30 in the morning. Like I have to know you're up and what kind of yeah. schedule you have and that you're okay with it and all that stuff. But I mean, you don't just call all your friends at 7.30 in the morning, their time. You know what I mean? They would, they would kill me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I wouldn't, I'm up, but yeah. I'm saying like, yeah. I, like I text you and shit. Cause I know you're up, yeah. you know, I'll text yeah, you early, sure. yeah. but we have a level of comfort. And I think that's just it. I did get to a level of comfort with this person where, yeah, sure. Call me. And it doesn't matter if it's seven 30 in the morning, but what got to be exhausting was the everyday negativity. And then, you know, I think, I think that that's exactly what we're talking about here is that, you know, it started to change my perceptions of people in the workplace mm-hmm. That I didn't have necessarily the day-to-day interactions with, like they weren't on my team. So maybe they're on her team and I have nothing to do with working with those individuals, but I'm hearing just negative about them all the time. And so it's, it's just inherent that you're going to adopt that mentality. If somebody feeds you that, like your perception of that person is going to be negative. If all you've ever heard is negative things about them, regardless of if you've ever had any direct interactions with them or not. So I started to see that and observe that in myself. Not only was it putting me in a bad mood for the rest of the day, it was making me feel a way about certain people and the company, about certain situations that I normally wouldn't perceive so negatively or wouldn't even like my mind wouldn't even go there to interpret something in a negative way. And then now after talking to the, it's like, I just was like, no, 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 no. Like I, I am self-aware enough to know like what effect it had on me and I can't do it anymore. And, um, you know, I kind of also at the point that I had the conversation though, too, was like, I had a fuck it mentality. Like if this person doesn't like it, like I've been, I've been dealing with this shit for months. If this person doesn't like it, then 
that's not a friend to me anyway. Like I'm good. I'm good on that. You know, fuck it. Like I have nothing to lose by speaking my truth because if you're really my friend, you'll receive what I have to say. You'll respect my, my opinion and how I'm feeling and there won't be any hard feelings. But if we're not really friends and you do get, you know, upset about it, then I feel like, which is exactly what happened, but that's your own issue. And then things play out organically from there, exactly how they're supposed to, which was, I needed Mm -hmm. to distance myself from that individual. That person was toxic. And I needed to to distance myself and my relationships within the workplace or perceptions of people. It all got better when that person, I shouldn't say I distanced myself. I just said, I can't take these morning bitching calls, you know, but they, but they didn't like the feedback. So then they distanced themselves from me and it was like, okay, all good. You know, like things happen how they're supposed to, my perception changed of things and it got more positive and it was all for a reason, you know? That's exactly what I was waiting, but you hit it. I was going to bring up the T word, the toxic. And this is actually interesting. I, I didn't want to talk about this topic to even go this direction, but I, I, I like that it did because, because it shows that having just one toxic individual on your team, how harmful it really is cross functions to the organization, to the morale, to the overall health. I mean, think about the anxiety you probably had every single time. Uh, you, you saw that person's number come up, you know, like, and it, I'd imagine since you let it go on for a while, you were probably like waiting for that moment to be like, I can't take it anymore. You know, it's so, it's yeah. so, you know, I'm gonna get, I'm over here, like, you know, holding my little, uh, <laughs> stress reliever over here, just listening to the story. Um, yeah, yeah, but it's, God, it's crazy. What I didn't do a good job of, which is like for every, all of our listeners, what you have to make sure to do a good job of that, like learn from my mistakes you have to set boundaries. I think it's okay to be a sounding board for somebody, but I didn't set a boundary and I answered those calls every day at 7.30 a.m. You know what I mean? Like I I didn't establish good, healthy boundaries yeah, to where- Yeah, choice. Yeah. Yeah, it was a choice. It was absolutely a choice. Mm-hmm. I could have set boundaries to where I'm still a sounding board for you, but the everyday thing- you know what I mean? That's where it got to be too much because I can handle somebody just needing to vent. I think every single person should have somebody that they can vent to in the workplace. They can confide in. Like you spend so much time talking to and around the people that mm-hmm. you work with. You have to have a confident, confidant at work. I'm a firm believer in that, but I think you still have to have boundaries around that, you know, that relationship and respecting each other's boundaries. And, mm-hmm. you know, so all the things that we talk about, you know, like be empathetic, listen empathetically, you know, with regards to candidates, with everything. be empathetic. I was empathetic to, to a point that it was detrimental to me. Like I was Mm -hmm. absorbing the emotions of this person. And I just think you can't do that. You just have to set boundaries with anybody. It doesn't have to be a coworker. It could be friends. It could be family, anybody. You, if it starts to become detrimental to you and your mental health, then it's a problem, but I didn't set the boundary. Okay. hundred percent. Like I, as I'm like kind of rolling through, okay. Like worst case scenarios, if we had a certain employee team member, uh, what's like the worst personality to have? And actually it might be someone that's negative because I'm thinking, how does someone that's negative get anything done? Because mm-hmm. I, God, I know, I know when I'm kind of in like this, this mode of like, woe is me. No one's gotten back. It's cricket. Don't forget to tune in to Talent Takeover Unfiltered next week for part two.